Hello there. So we come now to the next part of the Indiana Jones review series. We come now to the third film in which was originally meant to finish everything off back in the day. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Now, of course, as I do with the, these throwback reviews, there are spoilers here. So again, if you haven't seen it, just beware there are spoilers here. So, you know, flat out the gate. Like, I don't want to be one of these people that often goes into hyperbole or anything like this. But um, I think I have seen this film multiple, multiple, multiple times. And I'm safe to say, I don't think this is just my favourite Indiana Jones movie ever. This is one of my favourite movies ever, period. And quite probably, and this is going to be a big uh, a big one as well, to say, I think this is my favourite film that Steven Spielberg's ever made. I just absolutely love this movie. It is the epitome of why I fell in love with movies in the first place. Films like this. And... There's so much to love about it. You go right to the the opening sequence. You know, you've got River Phoenix as the young Indiana Jones as well. Phenomenal. This sequence is tremendous. And he actually plays the part so beautifully as well. He, he does feel like a young Harrison Ford in these moments. You, you, it's like, yeah, that's Indy when he was a kid or, or a teenager or whatever. That is a, you know, he actually nails it beautifully, spot on. And and the, the excitement, the music, oh, John Williams' score in this film. Absolute chef's kiss. Everything is complete perfection. It's like, it's one of those movies where I, you can you can love a movie and think that everything's completely perfect, but still acknowledge that, hey, it's not completely perfect, but this is damn near perfect. There's a couple of little logic flaws here and there. Hey, whatever but when you're entertained so damn much it doesn't really matter so that this is also one of those films there's so many damn good laughs in it like proper comedic moments that are actually genuinely funny not just forced and trying to be funny take the moment with the the librarian with the stamp <laughs> you know the moment i mean when the stamp perfect beautifully timed Everyone works to perfection there. You've got as well so many good one-liners because one of my things I mentioned in my Temple of Doom review the other day is that I didn't think the humour was that clever in that film. Some of it was a bit basic, the humour, like people falling off elephants and going into water was a bit... It was a bit childish at times, the humour there. Not so much here. Not so much. The humour's so good. Take it from the moment when, like, Indy finds his dad and they're they're talking about how... He, he says to her, um, how does he know that Elsa's a Nazi? And he's just like, she talks in her sleep. And <laughs> even later on, when the dog, the bull shagged her, basically. And he says, uh, and he says, well, he's, he's, and he's saying, oh, it's disgraceful. You're all to be our, our grandfather and all that. And he said, I'm a shaman as the next man. And Indy's just like, I was the next man. <laughs> just Come on, the, the writing is so on point here. It's so perfect. Speaking of humour, um, in that same bit as well, when they're on the blimp, uh, whatever, going, uh, trying to get away from Germany, it's when the, <laughs> and the Nazi comes on board, the, the tickets please moment, <laughs> he just says, tickets please, punches him off the face and chucks him out the window, and then turns around and goes, 
no ticket. And everyone just gets the ticket. So it's just sublime. The, the humour is sublime. I could go on about the humour just in general. Even without the action, I'll go on about the humour as well in this, you know. The, the, uh, the bit when he's uh, saying to the Nazis about, yeah, you know, our Marcus Brody's like, yeah, he'll blend in, disappear. With any luck, he's got the grail already. And then it just cuts as well. And Marcus Brody's just going about saying, hello, does anyone speak any English here? And he's just later on. Yeah, he got lost in his own museum. <laughs> but I haven't even talked yet about the action scenes. The action scenes are outstanding. Well, I, well, I did mention the opening scene. That was action scene as well. But, you know, why digress? But the, the other stuff, the, there's so many great action scenes in this film. As well, like the little boat chase as well. The, where as well says, like, don't go. She's like, are you saying go between them? It's like, it's like, that was a shit chapping fucking impression, but whatever, I'll probably get cancelled for that, but uh, okay, whatever. As well as. But um, yeah, that was outstanding. You've got as well the, the tank moment later, this tank scene later on towards the end of the film as well. You've got the moment when, uh, like, um, Sean Connery's uh, Henry's about to go get rolled onto another tank and Andy whip, gets to whip it and then absolutely catch them by the foot. It's just, it all looks so natural. It all looks so real and believable. So, uh, the stunt work is outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. You just get wrapped up in everything here. Uh, and even when we get to the finale, we get to the... The the the, mo the the moment when they're going for the grail and everything like that, that he has to go through the challenges. Of course, that other poor fucker that goes through first gets his heap lopped clean off and goes rolling down, <laughs> rolling down there. Um, and then the the, the the moment as well, it was absolutely brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, so once um. And then, of course, you, you get the he gets the, the other bit when the another guy Walter Donovan gets the he gets the grail for himself, and then just turns into a big skeleton thing when he drinks from it because he drinks from the wrong cup. It's just it's outstanding stuff. You don't forget these things, and it was so so fucking good, <laughs> so good. Um, and of course, come to the finale as well. The absolute the last few minutes of the film when he's just um, talking when. You know, we actually find out he's, Sean Connery's been calling him Junior the whole time. And Sally's just, what is this Junior? He's just like, that's his name, Henry Jones Junior. And he's just like, well, I prefer Indiana. We named a dog Indiana. He <laughs> says, oh, you were named after the dog? And then just, the humour is brilliant in this film. And then, of course, is riding off into the sunset a cliche? Yes. But it worked beautifully here. What can I say? It just worked. And, you know, I know a lot of people will say that should have been where it ended, and I get you. I get you. I, I can understand the argument for that, even though I'm a Kingdom of the Crystal Skull fan, and I'm massively excited for the Dial of Destiny, but yes, I get where you're coming from. I'm not going to argue with you if you say that, you know. But, you know, absolutely brilliant stuff. Also, fun little fact, I mean, honestly, bringing in Sean Connery as... Uh, Indiana Jones's dad was brilliant casting. It just worked beautifully, even though I think he was only about twelve or thirteen years older than him at the time. So you can see you have to sort. Of, although to be fair, he did look quite a bit older than Harrison Ford there at this time. But 
whatever that's <laughs> what it is uh, although to be fair you say you might say that's a bit unbelievable but then again he's scottish so there's probably been a, a few 12 and 15 year olds that have banged up a woman as well in scotland so you know whatever it is what it is but um yeah <laughs> yeah or banged up some other or, or chick or whatever but yeah there you go scotland dodgy place at times let's be real but um yeah there's probably quite a lot of like teenage dads and things like that going on, yeah. I'm not even going there. But um yeah, the the film like I absolutely love this film. It's tremendous, it's thoroughly entertaining, it's just the type of pure, brilliant escapism that just makes it absolutely it's unmissable. You've got to love it. It's outstanding. So there you go. My thoughts there on Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Next week, I will do my review of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull as well. And then the week after that, two weeks today, I'm going to see Dial of Destiny. So I'll do my review of that once I've seen that. So there you go. And uh, so I've not seen The Flash yet. I'll probably see that later next week. So once I get the review done, uh, once I see that, I'll get a review out for it. Uh, Secret Invasion, of course, starts this Wednesday. I'd almost forgotten about that. So I'll do a review. I'll watch that later this, uh, when, once it starts and get a review later in the week. Thank you ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye.